Welcome to the Pop Culture Bicycle Podcast. Hello. Welcome to the Pop Culture Bicycle Podcast, where we ride you on our handlebars through the very best and sometimes the worst parts of pop culture media. I am your host, Jake, and with me is my co-host, Luke. I'm this... This is, nice. this is a new mic, and, it, and, it, and it's nice. All right. <laughs> All right. Got a couple pieces of news. Then our spoiler alert. Spoiler section. alert. And the real good movie of the week. Which is a pretty good movie. It's a pretty good movie. Yeah, it's a pretty good movie. It's a pretty good movie. <laughs> it's the pretty good movie of the week. <laughs> All right, first up for our first piece of news. Um Black Panther 2 production in trouble question mark? Maybe. Ooh. So, this comes from inverse.com. Black Panther 2 was supposed to continue filming recently but was delayed due to Letitia Wright who plays Shiri um not showing up to set. Didn't is that the one who recently got COVID? Um, I don't know if she got COVID, but she's like a COVID like skeptic. Yeah. In the past, Wright has used her Twitter to share an hour long YouTube video that contain that contained skepticism of the COVID nineteen's vaccine efficacy, among other conspiracy theories. Did she say the moon landing wasn't real? Probably and the it, Earth is flat. It was probably those were probably all in that hour long video, <laughs> and it ended with five G. Wright has publicly insisted she is not against vaccinations, but in October 2021, the Hollywood Reporter published a feature about Hollywood studios navigating the complexities of vaccine mandates. It'd be funny if she's like, "I'm not against vaccinations," when she's wearing a t shirt that says, "I'm against vaccinations." <laughs> <laughs> It's like uh, Wayne's World when, when they're like, I would not accept a, a sponsorship <laughs> yep. as they're pulling Pizza Hut. It'd be so good. <laughs> um, <clears throat> the story included an on-set source who said, right, espouse similar views about the COVID-19 vaccines on the set of Wakanda Forever. Right has denied this, quote-unquote, completely untrue. So. It's like she got into the character, and someone's like, You're, "This this movie isn't real." And she's like, "Covid's not real," and then walked off. She's like, "Covid can't get me. I'm in Wakanda. <laughs> We're shielded." Yeah, <laughs> I don't need a vax. I'm shielded. Pulls out like she has like on her glove or whatever. Hits the button. Nothing happens. <laughs> Just breaks her entire worldview. <laughs> no, she, she hits the button. She's like, "You guys see you that? You guys see it? It's all around me." Everyone's like looking around at each other awkwardly. <laughs> How about you go lay down? <laughs> <laughs> Pats her on the head. Okay, Letitia. <laughs> she gives her a, a binky <laughs> and a nice hot, warm cup of hot chocolate. Yeah, the whole fucking. Um, the whole shooting of, like, the whole production of Black Panther 2 has been weird. They, like, Disney and Marvel came out and publicly stated that they weren't going to recast the role of, Tata, of Ch- T'Challa and uh, the family of Chadwick Boseman were like, this is what Chadwick would have wanted, fucking recast. Right, yeah. I was wondering if, like, that threw off 
plans for the Black Panther series? Because these things are in quote-unquote production for a long time before you actually see anything. So yeah, they probably had like shooting and shit. Yeah, they like have a storyboard. Like this is going to be this for the, for the first movie, and then we'll bring back you know Chadwick for the second movie, and then he dies in between. They're like. Fuck, now what do we do? Yeah, and now you're dying on us? What a piece of shit. Now you have an anti-vaxxer on set. Um, yeah, even that, like, Comic-Cons and shit, when Marvel and DC, like, announced their upcoming movies, that, I guess, counts as being in production. Yeah, exactly, because they know what's going to go on, at least at least a little bit. Even if it's just, like, who are we going to bring back for the next movie? And I'm like, well, Chadwick, of course, he's the uh, star. And then, like, <laughs> whoops. Yeah. Idiots. <laughs> After he dies, we're like, so can we not? Yeah. Star? It's like, <laughs> uh, you're, you're, whatever, it's going to be your sister. You're saying that he's not going to fulfill his contract? <laughs> Rest in peace. Yeah. All right, what do you got? Um, so we talked about last week how they were going to reset the DCEU using mm-hmm. the Flash movie. And... Ben Affleck has kind of come out and confirmed the rumors, kind of. Uh, he was he had an interview, and I don't have the article because I don't state my sources, but uh, he expressed thoughts that he like fell out of love with playing Batman, and he 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 uh, he cited. The whole Justice League debacle back in 2017. And, and almost dying due to being a huge alcoholic. Well, that too. With him, like, really falling off. And you can, I mean, you can kind of tell in his performance, I think. Because Ben Affleck is a, he's a decent actor. Like, he's a great actor. He's a decent. You ever a, watched The he's Town? Okay, I Argo? Guess. Yeah, I Gone Girl? I'm just messing around. <laughs> he's okay, Small I guess. Rats? But, uh, Dogma? Was he in yeah, Dogma? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was about to say Dogma. Uh, but he, this is, this is the quote. He says, I have never said this. This is hot off the presses, but maybe my favorite scenes in terms of Batman and the interpretation of Batman I have done in the flash movie. Oh yeah. I saw that too. So it's cool. Like he, it kind of sucks that this is like his last hurrah as Batman, but this is also the most fun he's had playing Batman. Better sweet. Yeah. He's going to have the bat suit in his house and just like pass it on the way to the bathroom and just go. <sighs> what could <have> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. We'll we'll see. I, I I think it is all about confirmed, just because from his interview. I don't know if it's going to be exactly how the rumors state. And here's here's what I was thinking. Like I don't think they should have to erase cannons or anything like that. Like because it's, it's still gonna exist. Like I can still fucking watch the movie. Uh-huh. I can't. I can't watch the movie and go, well, this is all going to be for nigh here in a couple movies. But they should have separate canons where it's like listed, like whatever, C1, C2. They think that the audience is too stupid. Well, I understand that. Which is why back when Arrow and Flash were, were hot shit, they couldn't have certain characters like Batman. Right. And uh, even the characters that they did that they did have, like Deadshot. Right, they had to kill him off so the audience wouldn't get confused. That's so stupid. Cause like, I just I don't know, give people credit. Like, you're 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 pushing the whole multiverse theory now. That's kind of like the big thing. 
yeah. the Marvel and the DCEU, have them separate canons and label that so you know, like, I'm watching this canon today, and I know that this happens in this canon, but not in the next movie. I think it'd kind of be easier to follow along, and you wouldn't have to do this whole reset thing. I think it's just WB being too stupid to be able to, be I, able to follow along. I, yeah, it's too confusing. Get, get rid of Batman. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's all I got on that. It was just a short... It was a short article to state that he's really happy with playing the Flash, and he confirmed that the Flash is kind of his last role as Batman because of unless, the whole great reset. Unless he's pulling a fucking Andrew Garfield where he's like, I'm not in that movie. <laughs> I'm not in any other movies. And then, of course, he wasn't. It was a stunt level the entire time. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that thing. wasn't me. They gave some guy plastic surgery. <laughs> I'm not even getting paid. <laughs> it was all After Effects. They created a GIF of me and played it over and over. <laughs> and you bought it, you idiots. Now we continue the story. All right. For our next piece of news, uh, The Boys Season 3 got a release date. Woo! The Boys are officially coming back to town oh, June 3rd. I was really going to go, The Boys <laughs> are back in town. The Boys' official Twitter released a clip with the caption... Payback's coming June third, which payback is like in the in the the boys universe is their version of the Avengers. Oh, okay. Avengers payback, get it? Um, payback's coming June third, and it ain't gonna be pretty. Heads will explode, and not in a figurative kind of way. In the in the clip, we see Homelander and Starlight at a photo shoot with Homelander smiling and looking slightly unhinged before dropping the smile at the last second. Boy has been losing his fucking mind. Homelander is. Um, and they released, like, the dates of when the episodes will be airing, mm-hmm. which is weekly, so <laughs> it's not hard to put together. But uh, they didn't release uh, the episodes t- episode titles, but they released one, which is titled Hero G- Herogasm, hmm. which in the comics, spoiler alert, I guess. For, for the next segment. For... Uh, an older comic, um, like all the heroes fake that they're going off world to fight some galactic threat, but really they're going to an undisclosed location in the middle of nowhere to have a giant orgy. Oh, so Idaho? No. They're going to Idaho right in the middle of the potato fields? Yes. Have a giant superhero orgy? But right. uh, it's pretty fucking wild in the, in the comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jensen Ackles... Who is playing Soldier Boy in season three? I'm serious. Yeah, I know. I just that name. Um, the the like Hero Boy tries so hard to get on the seven, like the big team, and the and Homelander tricks him into having sex with him. Oh, nice! <laughs> and it's just fucking wild. You see tits everywhere. Hell yeah! You see dudes fucking dudes, dudes fucking chicks. Dudes making chicks fuck by, I don't know. Dogs and cats living together? Yes. Pigs flying? <laughs> no. Um, it's a fucking, it, it's it's wild. Like, it, it, it was his own, like, little miniseries. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I don't think the show's going to do it justice because they haven't really done the comics. Have they ever done the bit with the Soldier Boy? Or they're like, I'm trying to explain this to you. Soldier Boy, tell him. No. Damn it. That's dumb, and I hate you for saying that. Well, I'm just saying I don't, it's pretty obvious. I don't remember, but 
maybe the comics predate Soldier Boy's fame. Yeah, I mean, I can't remember. Quote unquote fame. He had one song written by Garth Ennis, who did the Preacher series oh, okay. in the nineties. So I don't know. I can't remember how far apart they are. All right, what do you got? All right, well, from Batman for my last story to Superman for my next story. Uh, apparently, Dwayne the Rock Johnson I mean, will be portraying himself in the movie with a Black Adam costume on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, apparently, he wants Henry Cavill to play Superman in Black Adam 2, which I, Black Adam 1 hasn't come out yet, has it? No. Didn't think so. I was reading about 2, I'm like... Is number one out? But I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> Did I fucking miss? Something? Yeah, exactly. It says here that Black Adam star Dwayne Johnson is allegedly Cavill's biggest supporter when it comes to staying in the cape, which is fitting because they have the same management. Didn't know that. I didn't know that either. I thought Henry Cavill had some fucking like British management company. Uh, maybe The Rock does too. He's a world traveler. I don't know. And it, yeah, it's The Rock, not Dwayne The Rock Johnson. To me, it's still real to me. Damn it. It also is believed that Johnson wants a slugfest between Black Adam and Superman more than anything, and he won't accept any substitutes for Cavill. The problem is that Cavill's asking for a pretty high salary. Of course. Uh, he's a pretty big star nowadays. He's looking for, I mean, in talks of another standalone Superman movie, he wants eight figures. Which is, what, tens of millions of dollars? Yeah. So uh, they're... There hasn't been talks about what he would accept this role for, but they're guessing it's, it's probably six figures if it's not eight figures. Yeah. Which, I mean, fair. Yeah, Henry Cavill's a big star. He should have gotten his fucking Man of Steel sequel fucking years and years ago. Yes. As we discussed last episode, like he needs another standalone. But, I mean, this isn't going to like really push down my wanting for another standalone movie, but get to see Henry Cavill as Superman again. Yeah. I'll, somewhat I'll of take a what I can role. get. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, unlike fucking what's, what the rumor is where he's only going to appear on a TV in the Flash uh, movie? Yeah. Wasn't that it? Yep. Yeah. It, uh, well, we've said it before. We'll say it again. We're huge Henry Cavill fans. And we'll say it every single fucking episode. Even, you know what? I'm going to come up with a Henry Cavill fact. Once an episode. All right. And if you want to hear these Henry Cavill facts ad-free, become a patron. Hey. On a Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash pop culture bicycle. Pop culture bicycle. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Then what's our next segment, Luke? Our next segment, as you heard last time. Debut. Debut of the new name. Same shit, different day, though. Spoiler alert. Okay. So, what have you been reading and or watching? You better mm. fucking say something. I haven't watched a goddamn Oh, thing. my God. And we, we all know you can't fucking read. Yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, Jessup said he's going to give me his Audible account. Does that count as reading when I listen to something? Sure. All right. Well, then I'm going to do, do that. do something. I've been busy. So busy. I've been busier. I did play Gang Beast yesterday in my life. That was pretty sick. Was that what she posted on her Snapchat yeah. story? <laughs> Me and Luke in like 75 years. I'm like, you guys are going to be fucking like glob people. <laughs> Have you ever played that game? Um, Maybe I played it with Jared like once. Yeah, it's, possibly. it's an older game, but it was, I've never played it before. It was fun. We were, we were going to try to play like old school like Sega games, but. Oh, yeah. You guys were talking about that when you were here. Yeah. 
uh, which I, I still plan on buying, but we were on the Game Pass, and they had that. I'm like, well, let's fucking do that. Can't just button. Well, you can button mash, but it's a little bit more skill involved. Uh, um, speaking of Game Pass, dude, I downloaded fucking Forza Horizon 5. Yeah? Like a few weeks ago. Fucking fun-ass game. Is it really? Never played a Forza before. I, I think I've played Forza. Hmm. Forza, hmm? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a small up subset game. It came out in Taiwan, uh, three maybe long time ago. Don't ask me. I, I you should know. Ugh. But yeah, they they are pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. I like how it's like realistic, but not like super realistic. Where you have to like fucking pay cr- credits for gas or yeah. for repairs and shit. <laughs> yeah, because I've been taking like supercars across country. <laughs> Yeah, be like, like climb up mountains and shit. Oh, you didn't pay your car insurance. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for Grand Theft Auto Six. Uh, what have you been watching? Uh, well, I've been watching lots of things. Been rewatching Workaholics. Oh hell yeah, still holds up. I'd say. Uh, I know that was yeah, HBO Max or Disney Plus. What Workaholics? What streaming service is it on? Hulu. Is it on Hulu? Yeah, it was on. It was on Comedy Central. Yeah, I don't know. You don't know Comedy Central? No, I know Comedy Central. I have so many streaming apps when I see something, I don't know which one it's on. But I know that they got rid of the Crystalia episode. Oh, yeah. They, like, strike that from the record after the whole Crystalia thing. Oh, yeah. I liked that episode. It was a funny episode. Where he plays a pedophile. Yeah, but you can't find it anymore. I'm sure you could find it on some oh yeah high seas website. Yeah, where you, there's 17 download buttons and you hope to hit the right one. Well, I get an ad blocker. Here it is. Have you been reading anything? Amateur. Um, I read Spider-Man Life Story. Oh, yeah. Uh, I read you most of the official synopsis because it was pretty fucking long. In 1962's Amazing, Amazing Fantasy number 15, 15-year-old Peter Parker was bitten by a radioactive spider and became the Amazing Spider-Man. 57 years have passed in the real world since that event, so what would happen? What- would have happened if the same amount of time has passed for Peter as well to celebrate Marvel's 80th anniversary, which apparently was a thing. (laughs) (laughs) Chip Zdarsky and Spider-Man legend Mark Bailey unite to spin a unique Spidey tale, telling an entire history of Spider-Man from beginning to end, set against the key events of the decades through which he lived. Yeah, so it was like the major events. So, like, Kennedy getting shot, he was just not quite there. The fucking major, like, Marvel <laughs> Spider-Man I'm just messing events. with you. Yeah, like, it started out with him as a 15-year-old when, like, in the 60s when he was invented. Right. And that major event happened. Then it jumped to the 70s. He was slightly older. Another event happened. Does it show him wearing, like, garments of the time? Uh, so when he's, like, in the 80s, he's wearing, like, a blazer with the... Things no. up and really big sunglasses. No, they they damn it. They updated the feathered hair. Yeah, <laughs> no, they, they they kept his his look updated. At nineties, he was very grunge, even though he's probably like forty years old. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought it was really cool that instead of how it normally happens, like they reset his age. To yeah, back to fifteen or maybe thirty. It was him like fifteen, twenty five, thirty five, forty five. Yeah, then he has his kids with Mary Jane and shit. And do his kids get superpowers? Yeah. Hell yeah. But spoiler alert. You fucking heard it in the name. It's spoiler alert. <laughs> One of his kids like gets injured and loses his power. Oh. Because there's like a vampire hunting 
Peter Parker. <laughs> so does it show him as like an old man, or does it stop at a certain point? Yeah, it, it shows him as an as an old man, and he like goes into space with Miles Morales, and instead of because of, there's a famous Spider Man storyline where Doc Ock takes over Spider Man's body. Oh, okay. And uh, him and Miles go go into space, but instead of uh, Doc Ock taking over Spider Man or Peter's body, mm-hmm. he takes over Miles's body. Oh, okay. And they show like Craven's infamous death shit. Mm. It's pretty cool. I actually, yeah, definitely worth super the fucking read. Yeah, it's right next to you somewhere. Mm. <laughs> Top shelf, probably. Yeah. Oh wait. Yep, right here. You're not going to borrow it because you you haven't finished Ready Player Two. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Don't touch it. I already touched it, but whatever. I got that pretty much free. Nice. Did like two bucks for it. I yeah. Got like a Amazon gift card from someone. Don't fucking remember who. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, whoever gave it to me isn't listening. <laughs> it was like twenty five dollars, and that was like twenty seven bucks. Worth it. Yeah. And it looks good on the shelf. Uh, also been watching One Punch Man. Have you? Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I have never seen that. I've seen like. The workouts, people put like, one punch man workout, and I kind of know like the premise, but you're like, I fucking doubt it. This, yeah, the one punch man workout is he does 100 squats a day, 100 sit ups, 100 push ups, uh, runs 10 kilometers. Yeah, right, however long that fucking is every day for three years. Yeah, see, so, I couldn't, no, yeah, I fucking luck with that. I've been recently like working out again, and I'll like do a set of 10 and be like, nope, <laughs> I fucking nailed it. <laughs> I beat my record yesterday of nine and a half. <laughs> Told Justin that I was going to talk about Station Eleven on this episode, but I think I'll save it for our bonus episode that we're recording this Saturday. Hell yeah! That means you know what that means. You need to join the Patreon so you can listen to the bonus episode. Yeah, I had free and earlier. I'm, I'll probably post it a few days earlier than I'll post post it on uh, the rest of the platform. So. I know you probably can't tell by hearing this, but we have all this new equipment that allows us to make the bonus content a lot easier. I invested like (laughs) (laughs) $1,000. Financing, baby. So join the Patreon so we can recoup his funds. (laughs) (laughs) Help me. I I remortgaged my house. (laughs) Not really. Not yet. Soon. Soon. What else? Oh, yeah. I watched uh, Acura. What is that? It's like the famous... 1988 anime it has like the famous red motorcycle with like the stickers on it oh yeah uh i fell, fell asleep like halfway through that that's not a good that doesn't bode well i for mean the movie. That, that, that's <laughs> not to the fault of the movie i was already pretty fucking tired <laughs> but i woke up watched the rest of it i was like me five out of ten um, middle of the pack or the animation was really good that's one thing about animes i appreciate well not all animes some anime animation's terrible, but you can tell the animators who really put time into making the anime. Yeah, and you'll see details that like it. It, it means nothing to the story, but you're like appreciate the detail that they put into it. Yeah, the characters were were good. There, there was like a general who wasn't a fucking gung ho piece of shit like most most gen- yeah most military like high ranking military people and and movies it's like yeah someone would be like yeah it's real hot out today he's like not until i blow up the sun yeah. <laughs> like, what the, calm down i was a knob <laughs> so aggro yeah um anything else i guess i should save some material for later episodes nah get it all out um 
Fuck. Watch Antlers? Ooh, is it? I think I know that one. Can't. Did I fall asleep during that? Either I fucking fall asleep or I'm just really tired right now, but I cannot remember what happened in that movie. Good movie. I think a good movie, though. Kid gets antlers or something? Yeah. I think I seen previews for it, and I was like, oh, I should probably see that. And then, of course, I didn't because I forget things exist. Let's be honest. Now, like your assignments for this podcast. Came up with stories, sir. Sir. You ready to move on to our next segment? Yas, queen. Yas. If you guys don't know what this next segment is, where have you been? Where have you been? I, I was f- sitting on the fucking Patreon what? listening to ad-free episodes. <laughs> we, just, we don't have ad reads, so that's just our big push <laughs> is the Patreon. No, we, there's we an the ad one. read at the... Yeah, we at, got the one. Yeah, that's on every platform <laughs> yeah. except Patreon. But we don't have, like, Manscaped. You shave your balls, but oh, we got what? Uh, what service do we use? Anchor, A- Anchor, yeah. I kept thinking fucking Acorn, <laughs> Acorn, Adam. Invest five dollars. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, for our next segment, we have the ever loved real good movie of the week. Real good movie of the week. Okay, last week the. Spoopy Roulette Wheel gave us The Shining, which is over two and a half hours long, and we re- we ran out of time. We, yeah, it's so, so long. We're just going to fucking wing it. We were winging it. All right. Let's, what happens, Jake? You watched it recent, more recent than I did. Yeah, I watched half of it more recent than you did. You didn't finish it? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. But before we get into it, how how recently have you seen it? Halloween time. Not on a Halloween, but... Like, around there yeah how how do you feel how much do you feel it holds up as a, a horror movie as a uh, because in the 70s when 80s. this was made eight 1980 80s. so late 70s it's either 80 81 or 82 anyways like it was the quintessential like horror movie like the shining and it has that reputation behind it and I've said this before, and people have just disagreed with me. It's still a good movie, but in terms of horror, I don't think it holds up as well as movies today do. Oh, yeah. Or even well, some movies, movies like in that decade, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah, the horror aspect, I feel like isn't really there. It, yeah, there's nothing about that movie where, like, oh, man, that's terrifying. It's still a good movie. Right, like uh, the movie. Just don't tell Stephen King that. Yeah, uh, the movie, what is it, Hereditary? Yeah, uh, the one where there's the cult. Yeah, uh, and that girl's head gets knocked off by the post. Yeah. Yeah, like that movie was what I feel a horror movie should be. Like it got me. Cause there yeah, was, yeah there, there was a lot of unexpected shit. Yeah, and like scenes where like when she's chopping her own head off, like that kind of like, oh my God, you don't see that very much. And I feel like, the, this movie was probably that back in 79, 80, 81, 82, whenever it was. I just don't feel like it's that anymore. I think it just lives, it rests on its laurels of what it was that people yeah. still like feel it's a good movie. And it's a fine movie. It's I'm a not, good Stephen King movie. Yeah, and there, there's not many of those. No, definitely not. Unless they're directed by Mike Flanagan. And I, I've had people argue with me, Eli, 
that you know it's 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 oh my god it's still a scary horror movie or whatever your argument was i just don't feel it is anymore well eli is terrified of many things <laughs> he watches the treehouse of horrors just terrified yeah he has to turn them off after, <laughs> like during the during the opening sequence <laughs> he hears a wolf howl he's like oh my god uh, can't do it all right it's fucking riff off the cuff. Off the cuff. So starts out. Yeah, it starts out with them driving their their yellow Volkswagen. Well, yeah, it starts out before that. He's getting. He's at the interview. Oh yeah. for the job at yeah. the Overlook Hotel. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, and, and then it cuts to Danny and uh, his mom. Mm-hmm. His mom's smoking while he's eating, <laughs> while he's eating breakfast. I wish things held on. In life, as much as the ashes on Shelly Duvall's cigarettes, she never ashes her cigarettes. She just gets longer and longer until it falls That's off. That's impressive. It is impressive. Anytime I try to do that when I smoke cigarettes, I only got like a half an inch. I I'd never even tried when I smoked cigarettes. It, I would always like out of anxiety or something, just flick it, even when it didn't need to be flicked. It's just a drag flick. That was my that was my routine. Yeah. So what's Shelly Duvall's character? I'm fucking tired. <laughs> yeah, same. I can't remember her name right now, but let's just call her Shelly Duvall. Yeah, Shelly Duvalli. So they're sitting at the table, and she asks Danny like how he feels about his dad accepting or trying to get the job at the Overlook, and like Tony comes out, and I think the change to Tony is fucking cringe. Yeah, where, where he's like fucking like moving his finger, right? He's got like the fucking voice in the book, like. He's an actual like person, like part of Danny. Like, oh, really? He, like he is like Danny's. He makes Danny shine. Oh, yeah. Okay. So in the book, is it like he's not an actual character, just like an imaginary thing? Or I never read the book, so I'm just like Danny talks to him, uh, but you don't hear Tony talk back. It's just like yeah, just Danny talking to him, and yeah, I was wondering if he was like a spirit guide type of thing where. His mom doesn't see Tony. Yeah, but, okay, right. Yeah, okay. yeah. They they just think that it's Danny's imaginary friend. Heck yeah, cool imaginary friend. I guess. Yeah, he's warned, warning him about the future. Um, I was gonna have an imaginary friend. I want Tony. Except when fucking Danny needs him, Tony disappears. So, well, all right. So the reason why Jack accepted the job at the Overlook is because he was a huge alcoholic, and he had a temper problem mm-hmm. and he hit one of his students oh because he was like a like a professor who hasn't though <laughs> let's be honest i've never had any students <laughs> if i had a student i'd hit him <laughs> give me one fucking student i'll fucking hit him um yeah he then he also uh accidentally broke danny's arm too yep so this is like his, his last shot at saving his family like saving his family from leaving him if i was Shelly Duvall <laughs> and Shelly Duvalli. Shelly Duvalli. And my husband had an anger issue and an alcohol problem. The last thing I'd want to be is trapped with no one else around for the winter. But she, a hotel. she also wants to like save her marriage and shit too, because this is, yeah. this was like the seventies. Yeah. It's before like, it's like divorce is a sin. Yeah. It's not a sin. Get a divorce. If you're not in a good relationship. Yeah, it's not the fucking seventies anymore. You have rights now, ladies. <laughs> We're so progressive. Yeah, the shining is built on a Native American burial ground. 
Because of course it is. And it's responsible for like the evil happenings, like happening at the Overlook. I feel, I feel, how often is that theme brought up in Stephen King books? Or some kind of cemetery or burial ground? Mm, pet cemetery, right? Yeah, that's one. Um, I don't know. The Shining. The the book that Rose Red was based off of is kind of the, I just seen the miniseries and it's kind of based off that. Probably at least a quarter of them. And this might have been the first time it was used, but by now it seems like a played out trope for yeah, horror movies. Probably because of uh, that Treehouse of Horror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the book, uh, because Jack is in charge of the boiler, mm-hmm. he has to keep it from like, exploding like building up too much pressure like he has to go down there and release the pressure so it doesn't explode can you and, imagine fuck that dude yeah just get a boiler with a pressure switch so it's the 70s i know yeah in the book jack goes down there and he finds like these documents mm-hmm. uh, and uh, about like the hotel and the happenings of the hotel people dying people murdering other people right uh which was placed there by the hotel oh that's kind of like find that. That kind of reminds me of that hotel in L.A. with the whole um, that Asian Canadian student who was found dead, and like they had the uh, man I can't remember her name, but they had the elevator f- footage, and she was like acting all weird in the elevator footage. There's a whole documentary Sounds about familiar. it, but that hotel is like super cursed. Like people die there all the time. People have jumped off, you know, the roof, and uh, Richard Ramirez stayed there like after killing people. And nice. Kind of reminds me of that. Is it a famous attraction now? No. So they keep trying to spruce up the hotel. Something Lang. I can't remember her name. Scott Lang. There it Ant is. Ant-Man. Paul <laughs> Rudd. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, they keep trying to spruce up the hotel, but it's like 100 feet from death row. So you get these people from out of town who's like, oh, that looks like a nice hotel for a good price. And they book it because it's like downtown L.A., yeah. not knowing that downtown L.A. is a complete shithole where it's like pretty much ungoverned. So you just have people with severe mental illness and drug addicts and desperate people yeah. around people with money, and it just never turns out to be a good scene. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I, I wish they would have showed, like, Jack actually working on the boiler and shit. Yeah. And fucking showing. Because once he sees, like, once he starts reading those documents in the book, that's what he gets his idea for his book. Oh, he's writing? see, in the movie, as opposed to the book, during the interview, he's like, well, I'm a writer, and I need some time to write. Yeah. So it was already established that he was going there to write. Not that, oh, he got all this idea for the book well, from the hotel, basically. He, he did like partially go there to oh. write a book to try to save his, his career and his family and whatnot. All right, then we got like Jack talking to Grady in the bathroom, where he's like, you're the caretaker. And yeah. Grady's like, no, you're the caretaker. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> yeah, his message to, to Jack about Danny's ability is like more or less the same as it is in the book. Hell yeah. Where he's like, you got to punish your... Uh, yeah. Did he say punish? Something like that. You got to punish your child and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, noted that I love the camera work when Jack is like hacking away at the door with the with the axe. Yeah. Oh, it follows Which, the axe. And that, that scene's super iconic. It's been spoofed a million and a half times especially the here's johnny one yeah and i imagine that scene back in the 70s and 80s or early 80s was terrifying (laughs) but i think growing up seeing everybody here's whoever 
after they bust in the doors. Yeah. Going back and watching it, I'm like, if I was Shelly Duvall, yeah, I'd be... T- Plus, fucking Stanley Kubrick is a fucking asshole. Did you hear some of the yeah, shit he did to Shelly like Duvall he on set? tormented her? Yeah. And I think during that scene, she didn't know that the axe was coming through the door, so, like, her look of terror is real, and that was kind of how he directed his movies. No, uh, well, there's a bit of trivia where the... Like the the axe mm-hmm. through the door, they had to use like thirty seven different doors or some shit. Oh, really? Because Jack Nicholson was like a trained fireman, so he knew how to fucking hack down oh, a door. Of co- of course, he's a trained fireman. Why wouldn't he be? He's done everything. Right, he's a anger management person. Jack of all trades. Jack Nicholson of all trades. So at the end, when Jack is front and center mm-hmm. with. Uh, with all those people. Yeah. Uh, Stanley Kubrick used an actual photo from 1920, and they painted Jack's like head on someone that was in the picture. Oh, really? Yeah, because Stanley Kubrick, every time he tried to like redo the photo, mm-hmm. it didn't have like that, that look. Like you see when people try to Photoshop pictures nowadays, you could like in movies... Where they're like, this is our family photo, and they just put the actors in the family photo, and you can tell it's obviously yeah. Photoshop. You're Hollywood. Get a better Photoshopper. But yeah, spe- I know from back then they couldn't do that. Speaking of family photos of when they were younger, I hate when fucking movies, they think when they show, like, present day, and then they go back and show that actor as a child, the younger actor has to have the same fucking haircut. Yeah. As if someone's going to keep the fucking same haircut for like 20 years. <laughs> That's true. There was a... What movie was it was that I watched recently? Oh, it was actually Pearl Harbor. Oh, yeah. Like, the kids actually kind of look like the adults. Like, Ben Affleck and James Hartnett. Like, the kids from the first scene. I was like, they did a pretty good job with that, honestly. And, and Dare... Or, not Daredevil, Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. The... The girl that they used for a young Echo, which yeah. is like the main antagonist or yeah, antagonist mm-hmm. in in this in the series, uh, they like nailed the look of the of the younger version because they used like the adult uh, Echo's like real life cousin. Oh, really? Yeah, that's awesome. See, they need to do that more. I feel like, and I feel like the Haunting of Hill House. Like they nailed the yeah. the casting of the kids. Everything was nailed in that series. Yeah. Everything Mike fucking so, playing again. So good. And do no wrong. Fuck the shining. You wanna what wanna be scared, go watch The Haunting of Hill House. Mm-hmm. Cause that that got me. Like and, and, and in the background of every scene, there's at least one ghost. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause they like go through and reveal where the ghosts were and you're like, What the fuck? I yeah. didn't even notice like, that. I gotta fucking up my brightness yeah, on my TV. For or something. Sure. Because when they're like pointing them out, I'm like, "What the fuck? Where?" It, or it'd some, be like a hand some, too yeah. sometimes. But yeah, that I got goosebumps just thinking about that show. That's such Throw a good up. show. Like flying again, baby. Yeah. Well, while I certainly enjoyed the movie and what Stanley Kubrick was able to do with it, I wouldn't mind a two part rated R movie directed by Mike Flanagan or another director that's on the same level as Flanagan. I'm honestly surprised that's a movie. Like, they did Doctor Sleep, which is a sequel, which yeah. was great. Yeah. Mike Flanagan. Yeah. I'm surprised they haven't gone back and tried to re-up that movie. I think I feel it, like it's time. Like, I would love to see a remake of The Shining, if done right, Mike Flanagan. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, w- I wonder how many times we can say Mike Flanagan in this podcast. Did you ever listen to the interview with Mike Flanagan that last podcast on the left did? No. It was, Wait, I think I, s- I know I saw it in the list of their episodes. It, it was I'm, right before Dr. Sleep came out. I might have. It was great. It was a good interview. I know that Dead Meat, who they, they do the kill counts, uh-huh. James and Chelsea, they went to the Overlook Hotel or the ho- hotel that they used for the yeah. Overlook, and they did like a, I want to say escape room, but not escape room. Like they had like find objects and shit oh, in, cool. in the hotel and they... Scavenger hunt? Yeah. Yeah. And they were able to go through like the hedge maze, hedge maze and shit. Oh, nice. In the That'd be a cool vacation. In the book, there is no, there's no hedge maze. They replaced, because in the book, it's hedge animals oh, that come to life. Really? Yeah. And Stanley Kubrick, because of the, of the limited technology, they couldn't make it look yeah. realistic. See, they could do that now. That's why it needs to be redone. Yeah. In the book, Dan, Danny's outside playing, and he thinks he sees, like, a dog, like, sit up and, like, a lion move mm-hmm. to, like, move its position to get ready to attack. It's like uh, like those Doctor Who things, those Doctor Who fucking concrete Yeah, angels, yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever the fuck they're called. Crying angel things, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah it's, it's like, does he really see that, or is it just, like, his, his imagination, but Jack also sees it? Oh. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not drunk, so this is real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and in the book, there's no typewriter. All work, no play makes Jack a dull Oh, boy. really? None of that. Every uh, time I think of that scene, I think another Treehouse of Horror. Yeah. Or fucking Simpsons. Was it no work and no play, or was it like no beer and no something, make Homer something, something, yeah. something? They had to make it, quote-unquote, funny. Yeah. Uh, so, some trivia. Trivia. The snowy, quote-unquote, snowy maze near the conclusion of the movie consisted of 900 tons of salt and crushed styrofoam. Damn. And it was, like, so fucking hot when they were filming that after each take, like, the... Actors would be, like, ripping off clothes. Oh, yeah, because they're in sweaters and, like, snowsuits yeah. and shit. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, and there's only one on-screen murder in the film. What was it? It was when Jack killed Halloran with the with the axe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then my, my other piece of trivia is about the, the hedge animals. Yeah, there's due to restrictions and special effects. You opt for the hedge maze instead, which is why I wouldn't mind it being rebooted. Also, I got another piece of trivia. What? That m- nobody knows. That two years ago for Christmas, you got me the Shining swimming trunks. No, you got me Evil Dead uh, blanket, which made me go on Hot Topic and check yeah. out what they had. Yeah. I, got, I got the Shining swimming trunks. Yeah, and that's, the, that's when I bought it, swim trunks. And they're the carpet from the Overlook Hotel, and I use them every time I go swimming. In the book, the carpet... Is like blue and not like red and orange. Oh, it's really? like blue and purple. I still like the red and orange. I think it's super iconic. Oh, shit. The Giants fired their head coach. Uh-oh. Everyone's getting fucking fired. The head coach for the for the Dolphins, Texans, other ones. They're just, who are they bringing in? If, if every NFL team just fired their head coach, they'd be like, oh, we got to have a talent search for new head coaches now. Yeah, we're probably going to find an equally shitty coach yeah. or shittier I don't care. I, I'm out of fantasy. I've lost. Are you coming back next year? 
Yeah. Now but, that I know a little bit more, I'll be back next dude, year. I'm going to be fucking on that draft. <laughs> Drafting the best rookies. Um, What's that fucking website? Realgoodmovie.com. R-E-E-L. Spoopy Brew Brat. Spoopy Brew Brat. So, yeah. What would you rate The Shining out of five? Out of five? Or out of... 217. <laughs> Two out of 217. That's, out of room 217. I would rate it 123. Out of 217? Out of 217. Out of 217? Still pretty up there, but like I said, I just don't think it holds up. And I still love the movie, but at no point am I scared watching it. Yeah. Yeah, The everything is looks great. Yeah. The camera work. Yeah. The fucking... Oh, yeah. Kubrick is a fucking genius when it comes yeah, to directing. Yeah, dude, he fucking filmed the the the, the moon, moon landing. landing. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I, I like to when I watch horror movies, I like to be scared, and I feel especially at a two and a half hour runtime, it's very slow going. Yeah, there's it's like a long scene of Jack fucking throwing the tennis ball around. Yeah, and which is pointless. Let's be honest, and I know it's probably. Due to the fact that it's limited capabilities as far as like CGI oh, and really, time. really getting it's limited of its time, yeah. For a lot so of it just the payoff isn't worth it to me. But I still enjoy the movie. Yeah, but, uh, I was reading some theories that the the Grady twins, those uh-huh. two, those two girls, one of them set fire to the hotel, which caused Grady to correct her. Uh, there's a conspiracy that she also had had the shine. Oh, really? Yeah, so she was able to see shit that was going to happen or did oh. happen in the hotels. So she tried burning it down. That's a good theory. I like that. Yeah. What, yeah, what would um, you rate it out of 217? Out of five? 217. Out of five, yep. I would rate it mm, for a horror movie? Right, yeah. Uh, that's that's 2.75. Yeah. yeah, exactly. We're not basing it off like, the movie in general, but as a horror movie, that seems right. Uh, Shelley Duvall was nominated for a Golden Raspberry Award. Oh, that's isn't the Razzies for people who are yeah. terrible at acting. Yeah, someone else, someone else notable called her a terrible act, a terrible actor. Eh. I mean, she's not that great. I did, to I, be honest. I thought I, I thought she did great. <laughs> and then in the in Doctor Sleep, someone that's notable in Flanagan's work, I believe, portrayed. Shelly Duvall's character? Yeah. Which they did pretty good. Even... We should get... Hopefully we get Doctor Sleep. I want to watch that movie again. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it. It's awesome. I think the... I think they have a director's cut on HBO Max. Ooh. Um. All right. Let's do it. What's this next one called? We don't have it. It's not called anything. We just spin the wheel and get our next movie. Yeah. This next segment is called... Real Good Movie of the Week. All right. We're going to spin the real good roulette. The real good roulette. Real good roulette. Let fate take the wheel. Have mm. a spin. Nice shot. What we got? Anything? What the fuck? This just put me in a fucking normal real good horror. Horror. Just put me in every genre. Well, that's some bullshit. What the fuck is the romantic roulette? There we go. Follow us on Instagram. No. Spooky roulette. 
There we go. Spooky, spooky roulette. Spooky. Ram Stroker's Dracula. Ooh. Wait, what year? 92. Hell yeah. Isn't that the one with uh fucking played Sirius Black and Harry Potter? I think so. Is it wait, is which one's Christopher Walken in? Isn't he in a Dracula movie too? I think an older one. Hmm. Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, Gary, Gary Oldman. Oldman. We're okay. going to Keanu Reeves. Wait. Anthony Hopkins. Hell yeah. It's on Netflix. So if you guys want to if you guys want to follow along with our commentary next week or our notes, whatever. Tom Waits is in it too. That's crazy. When Dracula leaves the captive Jonathan Harker in Transylvania for London in search of Mina Harker, the reincarnation of Dracula's long dead wife, Elizabeth. Nailed it. Obsessed vampire hunter, Dr. Van Helsing, sets out to end the madness. Bram Stroker's Dracula featuring... Oh, yeah, I don't need to read that. It's just telling me it's on fucking Netflix. <laughs> we should uh, see if there's a way to filter it by time, too, because this is another two-hour and seven-minute movie. Yeah, and we're short on time nowadays. Yeah. All we need is, like, a thousand more patrons. And, and we can quit our jobs. Yes. So get on Patreon. Trick your friends into subscribing. Steal your mom's credit card. <laughs> If you get five friends and those five friends get five friends and then those five friends... You all get together, steal their credit cards. Yes. You'll get ad-free listening in early episodes. Yeah, on all your friends' different accounts. And the bonus episodes if you donate enough. Yeah. Shaw, dude. Shaw. Uh, <laughs> all right, bro. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, thanks for listening, bro. <laughs> That's how it ends. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to our executive producer, Justin. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at Pop Culture Bicycle and on Twitter at Pop Culture Bike. You can follow me on Instagram at Pop Culture Jake and Luke at Luke Keyway underscore DG. That's Keyway spelled K E W A Y. If you have any suggestions for us to read and or watch, email the podcast at Pop Culture Bicycle at gmail.com or use hashtag Pop Culture Bicycle on Twitter. You can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash popculturebicycle. 